Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The wait is over. It's opening night here in Washington. Tarek El-Bashir joins us to talk line combinations. And Darcy Kemper stops by. Lucas Johansson, too, in advance of Game 1. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, October 13th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It was a long summer, a long training camp, and even a long week with 28 other teams already in regular season action across the NHL. But tonight, here in our town, the 49th season of Washington Capitals hockey is finally upon us. The Caps and Pittsburgh Penguins meet tonight at Capital One Arena at 7.30, game one of 82. A whole lot to get to on this jam-packed opening night edition of the show. We started out today with Caps insider Tarek El-Bashir. We're talking line combinations and what you can likely expect heading into game one tonight for the home team. Well, Tarek, happy opening night to you and the Caps as we'll find out, I guess, in the morning skate what it's going to look like officially. But we have a pretty good idea of what line combinations may be. And when you've got Alex Ovechkin, Nick Backstrom, and TJ Oshie together, it kind of feels like we turned back the clock a little bit. I, I think that was by design. A lot of new stuff has been thrown at these guys these first couple of weeks of training camp. New systems, new power play that's been rejiggered a little bit. And I think what Spencer Carberry is trying to accomplish here is he's trying to get well first of all he wants to get these guys off to a fast start but secondly he wants them to have some familiarity some comfortability kind of built in starting the season look do i think that line is going to be the line from now until game 82 probably not carberry has even hinted that he's gonna he's gonna mix things up quite a bit this year so we got to pay attention to line combinations but i think to start he is going to go with that old familiar look and hopefully it'll get them off to a strong first few games. There is a nice little wrinkle on line two because you've got Connor McMichael there alongside Evgeny Kuznetsov and Tom Wilson and good for Connor for the way he came through camp. He really looked to be his best self and now starting against Pittsburgh he's going to get a chance to show it and you got a couple of pretty good guys to play with if you're number 24 as well. Uh, you know I, I think Connor is one of those guys and there, there are a couple of them. Beck Malenstein is another. Maybe even Alexei Protus who really benefited from that Hershey Bears Calder Cup run. Just confidence-wise, Connor McMichael looks like a different player right now. He's not out there waiting for things to happen. He's forcing the issue in practice. In those preseason games, he was skating with the puck with confidence. He was looking to make plays. He wasn't just trying to to survive his shifts, which is what I kind of felt like he was doing his first couple of years here in Washington. And, And to his credit, he punched his ticket to the second line alongside two world-class players. I think this is going to be Connor's breakout season. Dylan Strom, I think we all would have thought at the beginning of camp, and again, we're not reading too much into combinations that are likely to change, as you already said, but uh, Dylan Strom, line three, and skating alongside Sonny Milano. There's certainly a little bit of speed with Sonny, some playmaking ability, if not speed, from Strom, and he comes off another 20-goal season. He's had a couple of them in a row here, so not bad in terms of a third line. You've got those guys working. I think it's a third line that's going to be able to create quite a bit of offense. They've had Matthew Phillips there for 
part of the preseason. It looks like they're going to start with Alexei Protus on the right side of Milano and Strom. But I'll tell you, Milano and Strom, they think the game the same way, and you can kind of see it. They're, they both have really good hands. They both are very good in tight spaces. And when you have guys who think the game the same way and they see the game the same way, they really play off one another. It's a really good two-man game they have going down, you know, going down low and anywhere in the offensive zone. And so I, I think that third line, years ago, you thought of the third line as a checking line, right? That, that was that was bottom six. That, that was going to get some defensive assignments. This is one that's going to be counted on to produce offense. Fourth line in the last few seasons here was the identity line, the checking line, what have you, when Nick Dowd was with Garnet Hathaway and whoever was playing with them, and it shifted a little bit, but you knew what that line was. This seems to be a little different. With Beck Malenstein certainly in that role, Nick Dowd, yeah, but we've seen Anthony Mantha down there. We've seen Matthew Phillips. Interestingly enough, they've been alternating this week. Now, maybe Mantha gets the start tonight against Pittsburgh, but you got Calgary, you got Phillips' former team coming here on Monday. Is this too much of a stretch to think maybe they both get one here in the first two games? I, I don't think that's a stretch. I, I think that's probably going to happen. Beck Malenstein, as I mentioned earlier, he's another guy I think that really benefited from that Calder Cup run. He, you know, he's a player who, you know, he's a solid pro, but he needed something to kind of catapult him to that last 10% to become a full-time NHL player, and he's there now. He's looked really good in the preseason. Nick Dowd is as good as they come in terms of fourth-line centers. So I think the two of them are probably going to be a pair, I would say, throughout the season, and they're going to probably rotate a little bit there on the right side. Mantha, I'll be honest, it's an interesting choice to put him down there. I think it's a little bit of a message to Anthony Mantha that you need to pick it up a little bit. We need to see more from you. But but that said, again, you know, this is another this is another line that, I mean, Dowd is capable of double-digit goals. If Mantha is on his game, he's capable of double-digit goals. This could be a fourth line that might be able to chip in. And chip in might even be too conservative a word. They might be able to produce a little offense as well. Last one for you. This is the defense, and it's by and large the same group from a year ago, but without Joel Edmondson able to go here on opening night, and I guess we're going to see him sooner rather than later since he's not on long-term IR. But it sure looks like Lucas Johansson's going to be in a lineup for this one and skating alongside Nick Jensen. And after seven years of being in the organization, what a feeling for him potentially tonight. You know, Lucas, I feel like the last couple of years, he was like the last or the second to last player cut. And you, you just saw him the day that he got the news and he just looked crushed because he felt like he had put, done everything he could in his power to make the team and he just wasn't able to get over the hump and he finally has and kudos to him because he's had a, a difficult path I mean he's had a lot of injuries it's hard when you're stuck in the minor leagues and you're riding those buses and you see these young players get drafted and they're starting to catapult they're starting to leapfrog past you and for him to have that stick to itness persevere through all of those challenges it, it's a good feeling for for him I'm sure but even for the people who've observed him over the years to see him finally achieve the goal of making an opening night roster. Look, he can move the puck. He can skate. He's probably a better skater than Alex Alexiev, which is why it looks like he's in the lineup right now. I think if he is able to grab the bull by the horns here these first few games, I think he could be your number seven when Edmondson comes back and maybe even force the issue and try to be in the lineup a, a little bit here and there. Well, the lines may be in flux, but Tarek already in midseason form. We appreciate you joining us, Matt. Happy opening night. Thanks, John. He'll be in between the pipes tonight. He starts his second season with the Capitals. Darcy Kemper here with us this morning. He may be a veteran, but he still loves opening night. We talk about having Pittsburgh in town for the opener. New head coach Spencer Carberry 
and he's about to be a father for the first time. Darcy and his wife, Sydney, expecting a baby boy any day now. It's all good for number 35. Darcy, back for year two here. It's opening night. You still have that same feel when you're getting ready to head on the ice for the first time for the new year? Yeah, it's it's so exciting. I mean, it's uh, next to playoffs. There's probably not many games that are more exciting come regular season time. And, you know, you put in all that work in training camp. It's the first time you get to see that actual product on the ice of who you're going to be as a team. And there's a lot of unknown, a lot to prove also on opening night. So I, I think everyone gets up for it. And it's a lot of fun, especially when it's at, at home and get to play in front of the home crowd as well. And being and you've been here for a few now with the rivalry and all of that. That's a pretty cool way to kick it off here, too. Yeah, those rivalry games are special, and you know they're going to bring it. You know we're going to bring it. It's, it's going to be an intense game, and especially having it uh, our first game, it's going to be a lot of fun. You mentioned the something-to-prove part. That's what it says in the room here, and it's something that you want to try and get back in the Stanley Cup playoffs. What's been the vibe here during training camp and leading into the opener here? Well, I think exactly that. It, it, there's been focus. There's been energy, uh, hunger. You see, the, you see that on the ice every day, and that's what you need going into the season and we have a lot of it right now so uh, you know whether it's a, a team or individuals uh, there's a lot of guys that are hungry and I'm looking forward to seeing other than nice. Spencer Carberry there just seems to be kind of an energy about him I've known him for a while going back to Hershey and all of that but what has he kind of said to you guys and what's been that feel through the camp from him specifically? Yeah I think the energy uh, it, it kind of starts through him he's just an enthusiastic guy and he, he's bringing it all every day every meeting and that, that kind of feeds throughout the room and you know guys are, are excited to play for for him and uh, we're going to give it our all for him. Let's forget the hockey for a minute. You got dad duty coming up here real soon. How excited are you to have your first child? You got a baby boy coming. Yeah, it's going to be really special. Uh, obviously, been looking forward for it uh, since we found out, and uh, now the day's getting close, so uh, it's going to be a really special time for our, our family, and uh, I can't wait to be dad. There might be some sleepless nights coming. You're aware of that fact, right? Uh, we got guest bedroom, so I'll make sure I'm rested. <laughs> Darcy, good luck at opening. I thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's been a long road to this night for Lucas Johansson, a first-round pick of the Capitals all the way back in 2016. He's beginning his seventh season in the organization and only a small handful of games at the NHL level in that time. But he made the team out of camp for the first time this week, and all signs point to his name being on the lineup card for opening night tonight. Ben Raby caught up to him yesterday at the practice rink to talk about it. No, you have loftier goals, but to crack the opening night roster for the first time in your professional career at this level, as it set in, what, what does this mean? This is a long time coming. You've worked for this. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. Yeah, it's been a long grind, but wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And you know, I feel like I'm ready to go and really help contribute to this team. So um, yeah, I'm really grateful to get this opportunity, and I'm just going to uh, you know work as hard as I can every day. Did it feel different at all, or how did it feel different as compared to Falls Past, where you've had opportunities but maybe not been able to realize them? Yeah, I think just with experience and and getting older, and you know, just becoming more mature. And I think that would be the main thing, and just the experience of going through camps and going through important games like last. Year, um, you know, being in you know high pressure situations, it's uh, it's all valuable experience I've had, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the challenge ahead. I was going to ask how much you are able to feed off of that, if at all, the run in spring and a brief off season, but to try to pick up where you left off. Absolutely, yeah. No, it was a short break, which definitely has its uh, advantages in a weird way. You know, you you kind of don't really check out fully like you might if you had a really long off season. So. Uh, 
Yeah, I just when the playoffs came around, especially, it was a really exciting time for me and uh, you know a lot of guys down there really wanted to prove themselves, and uh, I was no different. When you go back a few years and the playing time is limited because of injuries, and there's other young defensemen that are getting yeah. their opportunities, were those challenging times for you? And how do you turn the page and able to rebound and, and keep going here? Yeah, certainly, everyone's got a different journey, and mine's certainly been uh, you know a grind. But like I said, I wouldn't wouldn't trade that for anything, and uh, you know. The reason I'm here, I think, is because of all the experiences I've had in, in playing professional hockey, and I'm just super grateful that I could still play and, and uh, contribute. So, yeah, no, I really don't think about any, anything like that. I'm just uh, focused on uh, each day getting better. You've got some real good perspective. I'm wondering if that comes with being in your mid-20s, having been a pro for so long, or has that always been kind of part of your makeup? Uh, yeah, it's. It, I think definitely learned it along the way, and, you know, I have great family my brother obviously plays hockey and uh, so I have great resources around me to really make sure that my my frame of mind doesn't defer in anything negative because uh, at the end of the day when I'm playing hockey with some of my best buddies and you know it doesn't get much better than that so yeah the perspective I have is uh, just super grateful to have this opportunity and I'm super grateful to just you know play with some of the best players in the world and prove myself every day. And what, what's that like the other day when Carbs lets you know that you're going to stick yeah. around here and to share that news, I imagine, with family via phone call or text? Yeah, yeah, it was really cool that he uh, he did that. Uh, you know, he gave uh, Philly, uh, Mal, and I a, a shout-out there after practice, which was really cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was a special moment for sure. And called my folks after, and they were, uh, my mom especially, was pretty pretty emotional about it, which is cool. And uh, they've obviously sacrificed so much for my brother and I to, to play hockey. And just to see it, you know, kind of panning out a little bit is, is was really cool for them and really cool to have that FaceTime. So I think they're, they're going to come to the first game, which is awesome too. So I uh, get to see them. And, uh, yeah, it was a special, special call. It's just one more from this end. It's one thing to make an opening night roster, what goes into sustaining it and, and yeah. carrying it. Yeah, I think the same things I've been doing. It's just a matter of uh, layering on top of the of the game I've been uh, playing and you know practicing as hard as I can every day for as long as I can. And you know, yeah, it, do- it definitely doesn't stop here. It's not like you know, wave your hands in the air and it's all said and done. It's uh, it's just the beginning. So uh, you know, I plan on working as hard as I can every day to uh, make sure I maximize my potential. So glad that hockey is back in D.C. tonight. Hope you'll be with us in person for it. If you're not, television for the opener exclusively on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Your only local call of the game is with us. On the radio side, we start at 7.15 tonight on 106.7 A Fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Friday, everybody. And happy opening night. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.